A short announcement before we get started with this week's episode. On December 24th, I will send out a newsletter with an extra scene with Emily and Leah. Sort of like a Christmas special. If you want to receive that scene and you are not subscribed to my newsletter yet, go to lesbianromantic.com and click Extra Scenes to subscribe. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Blogger Story, Part 25. I cannot believe this, Emily thought. It's like I'm suddenly living in a different reality. She was on the highway heading to Chicago racing to get back in time for her meeting with Eric. Well, not exactly racing. Emily was bone-tired, and she knew better than to put the pedal to the metal right now. The last thing she wanted was to be pulled over for a speeding ticket. Her fingers hurt from being wrapped around the steering wheel for a long time. She stretched the fingers over right hand, then her left being behind the wheel for seven hours in one day had taken a toll on her body. She wasn't sure how she would make it through yet another day without sleeping. For once, she was glad Christmas was around the corner. Even workaholics like herself were expected to take it easy during the holidays. But first, she had to get through today and the rest of the week. Today, She would go to the meeting with Eric, attend the other meetings her crazy new assistant probably had lined up for her, and then go to the hotel to sleep. She hoped to be in bed by 4 p.m. Emily would have to stop for coffee soon. The adrenaline was wearing off. She was surprised the rush had lasted for such a long time. Or maybe not. What had happened at the apartment still made her nervous. Emily watched it all unfold in disbelief. One moment, someone was knocking on the door frantically. And the next, a crazy woman raced into the apartment and started yelling at Leah. And you didn't answer! I thought you were dead from alcohol poisoning or something. God! Emily covered herself up with the white blanket, holding it up. I should have gotten dressed properly, she thought. Damn it! But she had wanted to tease Leah. Emily had enjoyed the lust she had seen in Leah's eyes back in the bedroom. So she had dressed... lightly. Who would have expected someone just storming into the apartment in the middle of the night? When she looked up from readjusting the blanket, her eyes locked with those of the newcomer. Emily saw a flash of recognition in them. Shit. She didn't notice there was another person in the room until she heard a heavy voice coming from somewhere by the door. Whoa. A guy, looking about as red as a tomato, was staring at her 
with his mouth wide open. Claire! Ah, uh, Leah said. Emily's head jerked back in the direction of the woman who had been yelling at Leah. Claire? This was Claire? Emily almost rubbed her forehead, something she did reflexively when she was confused, but remembered she had to keep the blanket up just in time. She could still feel the gaze of the guy in the corner still fixed on her, and she didn't want to give him a show. I'm sorry, I was busy, Leah said. I can see that, Claire replied. Emily saw a smile forming on her lips. Oh, this is not funny, she thought. This is not funny at all. Leah turned and faced Emily. I'm sorry. Give me a second to talk to them, okay? Emily didn't move and didn't say a word. Now that the first chalk was over, and reality fully started to sink in, she was starting to panic. Who were these people? What if they knew who she was? Was she in trouble already? Leah walked over to her friend and grabbed her hand. Let's talk outside, okay? She pulled Claire towards the door. You too, Tony. Stop staring, she added. Emily gave the guy a smoldering glare. He quickly looked away and headed for the hallway. Leah gave him a little push to speed up his departure and also walked outside. Finally, Claire followed suit, but not without looking over her shoulder at Emily one last time. Emily jumped up and dropped the blanket. She was careful not to slip on the wooden floor while she rushed to the bedroom to get dressed. She needed to get out of here as soon as possible. She opened her blouse, threw it on the bed, and started looking for her bra. Once she found it, she quickly put it on and closed it. She took in the messy bed and noticed her slacks lying on the floor. What had she done? What had she gotten herself into? Emily grabbed her pants and stepped into them. She paused briefly to hear if Leah was still outside. Silence. Good. She quickly put her blouse back on and made sure every single button was closed this time. Finally, she picked up her pantyhose, they were ripped from hastily undressing earlier that night, and pushed them in her back pocket. She remembered throwing off her blazer on her way over to the bedroom, and guessed she would find it in the living room somewhere. When she stepped back into the living room, Emily could hear one of the women in the hallway raise her voice. She couldn't make out if it was Leah or her friend Claire but she hoped their discussion would be over soon. She could hardly leave while they were still standing in the hallway. No, Emily would have to wait until Claire and that guy, whoever he was, had left. She looked around the living room and found her shoes and blazer nearby the front door. Once those were on, she tried to remember if she brought anything else. She had to focus. She shouldn't worry about these people right now. She needed to get to Chicago and be on time for her meeting. Emily knew Leah would think she was running away again. But this was different, right? 
She had told Leah how important it was to her to keep all of this quiet for now. But now, two people had seen her here, and she had been barely dressed. God, two! Car keys, she thought. I had car keys with me. She was looking for her keys on the coffee table in the sitting area. When the front door opened, Emily's throat immediately tightened. She was afraid of the confrontation with Leah. She turned slowly, anxious to meet the pair of green eyes that always undid her. When she met Leah's eyes, her shoulders dropped. Her resolve to run started to falter. Leah looked small and scared. Her posture slumped. I'm sorry, she said softly. Emily looked down at her own clothes. She had just told this woman she would not run away again. And here she was, ready to bolt out of that door. Her gut instinct spoke up. If you leave now, she will never let you back in. Emily took a deep breath. You probably couldn't help what happened, she said, not entirely able to let go of her frustration with Leah just yet. Was that the Claire we were just talking about? Yeah, Leah said. We went out for drinks last night. Actually, the night before. Uh, I had a huge hangover yesterday, before you arrived. When I didn't reply to her messages or calls, she thought I had lost consciousness or something. She was just so worried. Emily nodded. And she has a key to your apartment. Yeah. Look, I talked to her and asked her to keep this to herself, Emily. And she will. I'm sure of it. She feels bad about all of this, too. Emily nodded again. Who was the guy? she asked. Leah threw her hands in the air. He's my neighbor, Tony. He saw Claire arriving and followed her inside. God knows why. I'm sorry, Emily. Emily quirked her head. She felt uneasy about the sudden appearance of this Tony guy. Do you know him well? she asked. Leah looked confused. Who? Tony? Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess. We talk. But he won't tell anyone either, and he has no idea who you are. Emily still couldn't shake off the feeling something was not right here, but she didn't have time to find out what was going on. Were you about to leave? Leah asked. I'm sorry, I have to, Emily replied. She took a step towards Leah. I'll admit I'm pretty upset about what happened. She raised her hand when she saw Leah was about to interrupt her. Not at you. I know this isn't your fault. Leah's nod was barely noticeable. Emily took another step towards her. But before she could grab Leah's hand, Leah said, I'm coming with you to Chicago. Emily blinked. Excuse me? Leah repeated herself. I'm coming to Chicago with you. I want to make sure you stay awake behind the wheel. Emily didn't know what to say. 
The suggestion was so ludicrous and unexpected, she didn't know how to refuse. Clearly, Leah joining her on the way back in a company car was not an option. Look, I know you'll say no, but you have barely slept since you got here. And I suspect you didn't have much sleep the night before that either, so you don't really have a choice. It's dangerous and irresponsible to drive by yourself right now. Emily shook her head and crossed her arms. How would she explain to Leah this was a very, very bad idea? Sure, she hadn't slept much in the last 48 hours, but taking Leah with her was just impossible. I'm not giving your car keys back unless you are taking me. Emily's eyes widened. Her nostrils flared. What? You hit them? Leah avoided Emily's glare. No, but I know where they are, and I think you won't find them. Emily spun around and started looking for her keys. Come on, Emily, you know I have a point, Leah said. Emily looked under the pillows of the couch frantically. She kicked at the blanket on the floor. When she didn't find anything, she stomped off to the kitchen. Emily, Leah shouted. What are you doing? Look at yourself. Emily froze. She stared back at the messed up couch and the white blanket on the wooden floor. Shit. She put her face in her hands. This was not normal behavior. She did not lose her temper like this. She was indeed too tired to drive alone. She sighed in defeat. Okay, fine. I'll go get dressed, Leah said. And she headed for the bedroom, shaking her head. Emily decided she needed to break the uncomfortable silence. She was fed up with it. The only things Leah had said since they had left were, Still awake? And, Are you sure I don't have to take the wheel? And after Emily had replied, Yes, and, Yeah, company policy forbids it. Leah had gone back to staring out of the window. It was cold in the car. If it's too hot, you'll fall asleep, Leah had said when she had adjusted the heating. Emily had not dared to disagree. But darn it, she was freezing, and she was sick and tired of it. I need some coffee. I'm going to take the first exit with the diner. Is that okay? Leah straightened. Are you okay? Should we pull over now? Emily smiled thinly. No, I'll make it to the next exit. The exit came soon enough. Emily steered the car off the highway and onto a truck stop with a small diner. The lights inside were on and two other cars were parked in front of it. Behind the diner, a row of trucks filled most of the parking space. Perfect, Emily thought, although any warm place with coffee would do. 
Emily turned off the engine, and she rubbed her hands together. Oh. Are you sure you're okay? Leah put a hand over Emily's. Oh, wow, your hands are really cold, she said. Yeah, well, Emily couldn't help acting like a smartass. Someone turned this car into Elsa's ice palace. She turned to look at Leah. The blonde woman was staring back at her, narrowing her eyes. You saw the movie Frozen? She asked, making it sound like she was beyond shocked. Emily rolled her eyes. Of course, who hasn't? Now can we get coffee? Leah pulled back her hand and grabbed the door handle. Sure. After you? Thanks. Oh, this is nice. So Christmassy. The diner was wonderfully warm. Uh, yeah, let's sit. Emily let out a sigh of relief when she plopped down in a booth and noticed even the bench seemed warm to her. And comfortable. If only she could nap for a while. Leah sat down on the opposite side of the table and picked up a menu. Ugh, I'm suddenly starving. Do we have time to order something to eat? She asked. Emily smiled. Yeah, sure, we have time. And she couldn't stop herself from adding. And we did get quite some exercise earlier. No wonder you're starving. She enjoyed watching the blush creep up Leah's cheeks and was about to comment on it when she was interrupted. Hi there, the waitress said, leaning on their table, seemingly out of nowhere. Emily could see Leah's blush deepen. She didn't care as much about what the waitress thought. But she did remind herself they were in public, and they probably shouldn't be. Emily ordered the largest coffee they had. Okay, so normal coffee and plenty of refills, the waitress said. Nothing to eat? Emily considered pancakes. Oh, she wanted pancakes. But she feared she would go into a food coma. Reluctantly, she said, Some fried eggs. Not too much. No fries or anything, please. And you? The waitress asked Leah. Blueberry pancakes, please. And some coffee as well. Damn it, Emily thought. The waitress took the menus, rather roughly, and put them back in their place. We'll be back with your coffee, she said, turning away and heading for the kitchen. Emily raised an eyebrow at Leah. She whispered, Someone's grumpy. Leah giggled. Be careful. She has her food. Emily bit the inside of her cheek. Yeah, good point. They held each other's gaze for a moment, and then both turned away. The waitress was already back with the coffee. She put two big mugs on the table and filled them to the brim. Then she was off again. Emily picked up her mug and sipped from the dark liquid. Best coffee ever, she thought. Leah sniffed her cup of coffee, looking as content as Emily felt. She looked up and asked, So, what's this important meeting? Emily tried to smooth her blouse with her free hand while she considered her answer. 
Leah was still part of the press, or a blogger, and Emily had not figured out how to make that work with, with what, sleeping with her, dating her. She decided to put off that line of thinking until she was alone. Um, the CEO wants me to give an update on the two departments I'm now heading. Leah waited for more. Emily reluctantly continued. To be honest, I'm not really sure what exactly he expects. I've only been on the job for less than a day, and I don't know much about marketing. You don't? Leah asked. She seemed genuinely surprised. I don't know shit. I have no clue why he gave me this job. Okay, maybe that was a little bit too honest. But it made Leah grin. She seemed to like Emily's reply. Why exactly? Emily didn't understand. But she was happy she made Leah smile. So she continued. Maybe you can teach me on the rest of the way to Chicago. She joked. You must know something about it. Leah sat back in her seat. Oh no, I have no clue what marketeers do all day. Well, except for emailing me about their awesome new products. Emily's lips curved upwards. Well, look at you, Miss Popular, she said. Leah stuck out her tongue. Oh, shut up, Miss Big Corporate Shark. Emily laughed and caught Leah's hand. She intertwined her fingers with Leah's. Then she remembered again they were in public, and quickly pulled back. Sorry, she whispered. Leah shrugged and picked up her napkin. She started playing with it. Emily studied Leah's furrowed brow, feeling guilty about making her feel uncomfortable. I don't know much about you, do I? Leah suddenly said. Emily tilted her head, not quite understanding what Leah was talking about. I mean, like, Leah hesitated. You might have six kids, and I wouldn't know about it. Emily nearly choked on her sip of coffee. Ah, uh, no, no kids. Brothers, sisters, Leah asked. This is starting to sound like a first date, Emily thought. But a very weird one. No, I'm an only child. Do you see your parents often? No, not really. Leah leaned forward, her elbows now resting on the table, and her hands wrapped around the cup of coffee. Will you see your parents on Christmas? Emily flinched. She did not want to talk about her parents. But it was a harmless question. Um, no. She said. Oh. Leah cleared her throat. <clears> throat. Emily decided to steer away the conversation from herself. So what about you? Any siblings? Leah took a moment to reply, clearly noticing Emily's change of subject. Yeah, my brother Aaron, and I have a sister, Sarah. I'm the youngest. Emily suddenly wondered how young exactly Leah was. How old are you? she asked. Thirty. You? Emily took another gulp of her coffee before she replied. Thirty-six. Oh, 
You're the same age as my brother is. But he looks so much older than you. Emily put down her mug on the table. Why's that? she asked. Leah's shoulders drooped. I think he and his wife are having trouble getting pregnant. We don't talk about it, really. Emily didn't know what to say. So, what are you doing for Christmas? Leah asked. Apparently, it was her turn to change the subject. Emily pursed her lips. She didn't want to tell Leah the truth. Emily didn't have plans for Christmas. She didn't have anyone to celebrate it with. That was fine with her. She had gotten used to it. But she was sure Leah would be upset about it. And she didn't want Leah to feel bad for her. She also didn't want anyone's pity. And what would Leah think of her? Maybe she would decide something was wrong with Emily. Why would she spend Christmas alone? Leah wouldn't understand. For some reason, Emily cared deeply about what Leah thought of her. So she lied. I'm spending it with friends. Leah smiled. That's nice. Yeah. Emily sat back in her seat. It always is. This was part 25 of The Blogger Story, and it's the last episode before Christmas. Remember, on Christmas Eve, I will send out a newsletter with an extra scene, and it might be a little bit Christmassy themed. So if you want to listen to that, go to lesbianromantic.com and click Extra Scenes. I wish you a wonderful, warm, and Merry Christmas. See you soon. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.